of Psalms while we are standing. Psalm 118, verse 8, tells us it is, it is, and I'm sure you agree with this scripture, and that's why we are here today. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. I don't know who God is speaking to this afternoon. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Why? Why is it better? God will not fail us. God will not fail. Man can fail. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. It is better. Go ahead and pray right now. Say, Father, and you're going to say, Father, right now I pray that this scripture will come into manifestation in my life. The betterness of putting my trust in you should manifest. And I'm going to see your hand in everything that I do from this day going forward. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in
and in prayer, when you shake yourself, the power of God is there from within you. And the power of God that you need for that change, you require manifest. And I want us to build from there. Today we're going to talk about some several more postures, and uh, the fourth one being lying down posture. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Did you did you know you can pray on your bed? Did you know that? Just lie down and pray. Not for every prayer, of course. You don't pray the prayer of faith lying down. Let's read the Bible. Psalm chapter sixty-three and verse six. Psalm chapter 63. When I remember thee upon what? Talk to me. When I remember thee upon what? Upon my bed. And do what? Meditate on thee in the night watches. So you see this man is lying down on his bed. And what is he doing? Remembering God. What has God done? What has God done for me? What did God do for me today? And then he says, now meditate on your bed. This is important. Why is this important? You see, it will bring you what you call uh, prophetic dreams. It will protect you in the night watches when you sleep. The reason so many Christians are battling when they sleep is because they don't pray this posture while they are on their bed. They don't take time to meditate. He says, I will meditate on the meditate on God. On his goodness, on his kindness, on what God can do. They don't. Look at this now. Proverbs 3, we'll read verse 21 to verse 26. My son, let not them, he's talking about the word of God, which is God's wisdom. He says, let not them depart from thy heart. That means keep seeing them. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul. You see, they will minister life to you. They will be life to your soul. He says, and grace to thy neck. They will give you grace for direction. <coughs> Are you still in church? This is grace for your neck. Your neck is used to turn your body for direction. You turn your head. When you go this side, you have to use your neck. If you have a stiff neck, then you will only go in one direction. Or whatever direction you go, your head will still have to face. Because you have to turn your whole body like this. Now he says that this word will give you grace for your neck. So you will not lack direction. And then he goes on, then, are you seeing this? Now, what are you now? This is before you slept. This is before you slept. You have given yourself to the word of God. You have kept the word of God before your eyes. You meditated on the word of God. The word of God has ministered life to your soul. Now look at this. 23. Let's read verse 23. One to go. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely. And thy foot shall not stumble. See that? You're going to walk safely. You're not going to stumble. You're not going to walk. Praise God. Let's continue. Verse 24. Talk to me. One to go. When thou liest down, that means when you sleep. Right? When you sleep. What will happen when you sleep? Thou shalt not be afraid. Oh, oh, stop there. Just that. Just that is a good enough reason for you to pray in such a posture. For you to meditate on the word of God before you sleep. Because there are people who are afraid at night. There are things that scare them. 
But if you get the word, he says you will not be afraid when you lie down. Amen. You will not be afraid when you sleep. Look at this. Thou shalt lie down. That's the second blessing. You will not struggle to sleep. Amen. Glory. I, I don't know if I'm ministering to the right people. Yeah. He says you will lie down. Thou shalt lie down. You will not struggle to sleep. Because there are people who struggle to sleep. Then they say, I want to sleep. I'll sleep at 21. They'll find themselves sleeping at 01 because they have been trying to look for sleep. There is no sleep. Some will not even sleep at all. The Bible says if you give attention to the word of God, if you give attention to the word of God, especially before you sleep, it tells you you will not be afraid. It tells you you will be able to sleep. And then he says, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Oh, glory. Your sleep is going to be sweet. You're going to have not just sweet dreams, sweet sleep. That includes sweet dreams. This is what you can do for yourself. Now, you don't just stand and say, Father, I pray that my sleep will be sweet. He says, you do something for your sleep to be sweet. You get into the word of God. You don't pray. Father, I pray today, let my sleep be sweet. Protect me from whatever that may try to hinder me. No, 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 no. He says, get the word, the word will protect you. Amen. You will be safe when you sleep. Oh, yeah. Your sleep will be sweet. Amen. Say amen. 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 Then he says, be not a of sudden fear. Name out the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be what? Thy confidence. And shall keep thy foot from being taken. I'm sure you have heard. So many people. So, of course, left, he did not wake up. He was taken. Oh, I say he was taken. He slept but did not wake up. He was taken. Who took him? Death took him. The spirit of death took him. But the Bible says if you get the word of God, you will not have to be afraid that you will not wake up tomorrow. God will keep you. Your feet will not be taken. You will not be taken. You will be around tomorrow. Oh, glory to God. Ah, Psalm chapter 149, verse 5. Psalm 149, verse 5. Oh, my God. He says, let the saints be joyful in glory. Wow, wow, wow. Glory. Uh, he, he expects these things. He expects us to do these things. Uh, media is behind. He says, let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Wow, 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 wow. So you are there on your bed. He says, sing aloud. He says, on your bed. He says, rejoice and glory. On your bed. On your bed. Hallelujah. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their aloud. You can imagine you are doing this. You see, the word of God is for doing. Amen. The word of God is not given to us just to read or just to hear. It is given to us so that we do it. He says, be doers of the word. Now, you have to practice this. You have to practice this. Now you are on your bed singing. The Bible says aloud. Amen. Aloud. How many of you have practiced what I'm teaching you today? You have practiced this before. How many of you? Let me see that. I'm sure you had a very good night that night. Some people have practiced these things without being taught. And the Bible says, these are things we're supposed to do. Look at this. Let the saints be what? Joy in glory. 
Let them sing aloud upon their beds. So that means they are lying down on their beds and they are singing aloud. Singing aloud. This has nothing to do with whether or not you have a beautiful voice. God says you should sing aloud on your beds. Not telling to or no, you're just telling this side, that side. I don't know how I'll get the money. I don't know what will happen. No, you says, sing aloud. Because you see, some people don't know. You can actually receive a lot of things when uh, you sleep. In your life, you can actually receive a lot. The scripture has showed us so many people who received answers, who received solutions when they slept. Someone, for example, received wisdom at night when he was asleep. You got it. So, a miracle can happen to you at night. Amen. Our nights should not be wasted. Don't waste your night. Some people just they don't they don't they, they, nothing happened. <laughs> all the all the, the reason that they said they don't remember how they said, and then they woke up, they don't even remember anything that happened. You can change your life. Do this. Hallelujah. You're being kept and the owner may be hungry and say you're making noise, we try to sleep. But if it's your bed, sing aloud. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sing aloud. Pick a good song, a wonderful song, and just sing aloud. Sing aloud. Sing yourself to sleep. Praise God. Just sing and sing and sing. And you will see the goodness of God. Psalm 44, verse 4. Lying down position. Psalm 44, verse 4. He says, Stand in awe and sin not. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. So he talks about you communing with your own heart. Then he says, Don't sin. Commune with your own heart. Why is it important? God speaks to your heart. So he's telling you, listen to your heart before you speak. Listen. And it's also a time to reflect because he says, uh, not, not Psalm 24, verse 4, media, wait, Psalm chapter 4, verse 4. Psalm 4, verse 4. Sing aloud, he told us. Now he says, commune with your own heart upon your bed. Commune with your own heart. Commune with your own heart. As far as my relationship with God is concerned, did I walk correctly today? Did I walk in humbleness today? In humility today? If there is something that seems off, the Bible says, if our heart condemns we should remember that God is greater than our heart. For what you do, confess your sin. So, Father, I did not speak to my sister the way I was supposed to speak to you. That thing that I did, I was not supposed to do it. Father, I receive forgiveness, I receive mercy. Then also listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Because when God speaks, He doesn't speak to your mind, He speaks to your heart. So He says, commune with your own heart. Psalm 16, verse 7 to verse 9. He says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My race also instruct me in the nice, nice seasons. When he says my grace, he means my spirit. Then my spirit instructs me. So my spirit has an instruction from the Holy Spirit. 
God will give me counsel for my spirit. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? God is giving me counsel for my own spirit. So I must pay attention to my spirit. I must pay attention to my spirit. Matthew 1 verse 20. And then here is something that you can also do. Whatever area you need direction, think about that area. Ask God to give you direction and fill your mind with thoughts about that that issue, that matter. I'm going to show you how you can attract visions in the night. You can attract direction in the night. Look at this. Matthew 1 verse 20. The Bible says, but while he thought, this is Joseph, while he thought of these things, thought on what? Mary being pregnant and they don't know how she got pregnant. While he thought on these things, behold, the angel of God appeared unto him in a dream. I want you to see the last thought he had before the dream came. He was thinking about these things. This woman is pregnant and she's telling me she has not stayed with anyone. How is this possible? Ah, you may not understand it, but I'll put her away quietly. I don't want to embarrass her. And while he's thinking, he slept and in his sleep, an angel appeared. Coincidence? Let's look at another scripture. Definitely not a coincidence. Daniel chapter 2, verse 29, NIV. Daniel 2, 29. As your majesty was lying there, as you were lying on your bed, your mind tends to what? Talk to me. Your mind tends to what? Things to come. So this man is lying down on his bed and his mind tends to things to come. He's asking, so what is going to happen? What is next? What is coming? And the Bible says, and the revealer of mysteries showed you what is going to happen. This man was thinking about things to come. What is going to happen? How are things going to unfold? In the future, he was not worried about the future. He was thinking. He had the mind of an inquirer. He was inquiring, asking questions in his own mind. And the Bible says, God, who is the revealer of secrets, showed him what is going to happen. Wow, wow. Imagine you're doing all these things. You sleep for how many hours? Maybe seven. Some of you need to sleep ten hours. There is so much that can be done with those hours. Imagine God taking you to 2022. Did you know that God can show you the world of 2022 within one minute? Because when 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 you step into the spirit, time loses meaning. So it is not if I sleep for eight hours, then the dream that will have God will show me things that are eight hours long. He can even show you the, your whole life from the time before you were born to your great grandchildren within eight hours. People who have had visions will tell you some of the visions, some of the visions that I have, for example, it can just come one second. And yet the knowledge that it has left on my spirit would take me sometimes months to explain. It was a small flash, but so much was communicated. Now you do this, you are shouting on your bed, meditating on him, 
you are asking what, what is going to happen. Should I continue on this job? Should I do this business? Should I invest in this thing? What should I do? And then you sleep that way. You'll be amazed. Not only will your sleep be sweet, the future will be unveiled to you. The future will be revealed to you. A lot, of, a lot of the things that I teach, some of the messages that I teach, I dream them. And I ask the Lord, what am I sharing? What am I preaching this week or this Sunday? What am I? And then I fall asleep. And then I see myself in church. Now I'm preaching. Now I'm preaching. Now I'm preaching. Now I'm preaching. And I'm paying attention. What am I talking about? What is this message? And I see what this message is doing to the house of the people. And then now, you see, when you do what I'm teaching you, you can even come to a point where you are able to talk to the Lord and say, Okay, I wake up now so I write some notes. I do that. And so I can wake up, write notes, and then go back into the dream. Are you still in church this afternoon? Go back and the thing continues from where it left. It continues. And then I wake up again and write. And then I go back. Until everything is done. Because if I went to wake up at 6 or whatever time I wake up, I may forget everything. You can do this too. I do this many times. So I wake up a lot of times in the night. When I see something, I wake up, I sleep with my dream book. Visions of the night. Tragedy, dreams, strong visions of the night. What God will show me. Because I'm expecting Him to show me something. I'm not expecting that my night will be wasted. As I sleep on my bed, come and I'm Hey, glory! 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 Thank you, Lord! Thank you, Lord! Today was great. What about tomorrow? What am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to go? When I lie down, my book is next to me. When I, when I see something, I wake up. I write it. As fast as I can. Go back and wake up again, right? Go back and wake up again. Go back. And then when I now finally wake up for the last time, I can go through everything. If they need interpretation, the Bible says the interpretation belongs to God. I can ask him about that. And say, God, what I saw, what does it mean? What does it mean? And concerning interpretation, don't be mistaken. There is no such thing as a dictionary for interpretation. Dreams don't mean the same. God is trying to communicate to you in the language you understand. You use images that you best understand. You see, the dream you dream will be in the language you understand. Even the language you understand. You can, if you don't understand English, you can't have a dream in English. It will come to you in Kabunde, since that's the language you understand. And in the dream, God will use pictures that you will understand. Because it's a message that is conveyed to me. So this is prayer in the lying position. You're facing up. You can hardly lifting up your hands because you're praising him and he has blessing his name. Oh, hallelujah. You do that, see what will happen. Do that this week. You'll find that you'll get so many answers. The future will longer be a mystery. Amen. Did you know that this thing I'm doing now, I saw, I saw them many years ago. Wow. Many years ago. 
without the spirit of God, we are all blind. He knows everything. He is called the revealer of spirits. Revealer of spirits. Sometimes I find that he can take me in the service and I see myself praying for people or prophesying to people. Right? And so when I get up, I just write. And then when I take, when I go for that meeting, I look for the people that I saw. Yes, and I say what I saw myself say. Life becomes easy. I just say what I saw. Yes. And then there are those uh, early morning visions where you are in between sleep and being awake, and you are hearing the voice of the Lord speaking to you. You know, God is so sweet. What will you see? so much, but let's go to the next one. The next one. Kneeling a bowing posture. You know, there are prayers you pray on your knees. You have to be this one, you're not on your feet. You don't pray the prayer of bed on your bed. Father, I'm asking for money today. I resent it. Jesus said, no, no, no. You won't get it. Stand. Stand. Don't pray that. No, we confession against me shall not get up. Praise the Lord. Acts 31 verse 5. We knelt down on the shore and prayed. We knelt down on our knees. We went on our knees and prayed. He says. Psalm 95 verse 6. Indeed, with this posture you can worship him. You can bow on your knees and bow to him and worship. Look at this. Oh, come, let us do what? Worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Hallelujah. You're just in your own room, you go on your knees and just worship Him. And just appreciate Him and glorify Him. 1 Kings 8, verse 54. You may find that there is this guilt that is in your heart, this sin that is in your heart. You can go ahead on your knees and say, Father, your word says, if I confess my sins, you are faithful and just to forgive me. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Yes, look at this. And it was so that when Solomon had made an end of praying all this prayer and supplication unto the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord from what? Kneeling on his Look at what else he did. With his hands spread out to heaven. So, now, these are things in the scriptures. So, he was not just on his knees, he spread his hands. He did not lift, he was not lifting them, spreading them. He was like this, on his knees. Showing that he's ready to receive the answer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. On your knees. Ezra 9 verse 5. On your knees. At the evening sacrifice, I arose from my heaviness. Not because you're confessing sins and all that. And having arranged my garments and my mantle, he says, I fell upon my knees and did what? Spread out my hands unto the Lord. My God. Pray out my hands 
on my knees. The man who was filled with the enemies, he went on his
He says, cast me. How are you going to humble yourself? Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Meaning that if you are worried, you are actually walking in Christ. He says, humble yourself. There is a mighty hand of God. There is a hand that is mighty enough to lift you out of that situation. And then he says, you must humble yourself and cast all your cares. So while you are on your knees, you cast all your cares. Say, Father, these are my worries. These are things troubling my heart, troubling my mind. You know, this thing concerning my business, this thing concerning my family, this thing now I lay it all down on your knees. You do that. And then when you are praying this prayer, you have to be specific. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. He says, for this cause, for this specific reason, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and in his name. He had a specific reason, specific request to make. He says, for this cause, I bow my knees. If you're getting blessed, say good hallelujah. hallelujah. Yes, let's give him glory. Hallelujah. He is not saved. 
That requires you to pray the prayer of intercession. When you say my father is saved, that's prayer of faith. A prayer of faith will not work for that situation. Prayer of faith will work for finances. I have the money. Prayer of faith will work for healing. I have the healing. I have healed in Jesus' name. Everything is working out of my body. It will work for you. But it will not work for that salvation. For him, you must cry. For your father, you must cry. For some of your mothers, it's not tears. For you have to cry. You blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. You have to mourn. You have to pray for him as though you are the one who is lost. You have to pray say, Father, how can a person be without Christ? How can a person be lost? How can a person be lost? Father, save me just like you saved me. The Bible tells us, Father, that it is a God of this world who has blinded the hearts of men, the minds of men, and they should not see the light of the gospel. Father, right now I pray for my Father. I command the hell of Gandalf to leave his mind. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Father, that in the same way you may be to hear the gospel. Who is praying for them to get that job? 
and you know the only one who is connecting to some spiritual power to get that job. So you can't just break the job is mine. Jesus said the job is mine. Amen. Amen. I believe in You will not get it. If you get it, the weak people apply it. Hey, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're going to give you strong reasons. Strong. Bring forth your strong reasons. Why should you get the customers? You're the only one in spiritual darkness. Why should you get all the customers? You're the only one selling what you're selling. You bring forth strong reasons. Strong reasons. Say, Father, do you remember how you blessed Peter's business? I know why you did it. It was connected to the gospel. You used it to preach to people. I am a partner. My money, the money I make from this business is connected to the gospel. That says that they, that they are bringing people to church because of this business. When you use Peter's boat, you do not leave it empty. You do not leave it the same way you found it. And you are using my business. You cannot leave it empty. This business must prosper. This business must prosper. You say you have pleasure in the prosperity of your servants. Show forth your pleasure now. You begin to pray for strong reasons. Strong reasons. Now, see, some people don't even go that far. They just like crying. <laughs> Everyone else is making it. Everyone is not making it.
praying for a dead child. And in this prayer, he did not say anything. He prayed with his body. His body did all the speaking. The Bible says, and he went up, look at what he did, and lay upon the child. Hey, come on here. This is a dead child. He lies upon the child. Ah, to make matters worse, look at that. And put his mouth upon his mouth. If you found, if you found a man of God doing that to your child, I wonder what you would do. Ah. <laughs> you call the police. Look at what he's doing. The child is being dead, he's doing that. He puts his mouth, but you see what he's doing? This is, this is life coming upon the dead. This is a breath of life being communicated to a lifeless body. It's demonstrative. Look at that. And what? His eyes upon his eyes. What is he saying? Seeing eyes upon not seeing eyes. These eyes should see. So he had to put he had to put his eyes upon the eyes of the child. And his hands upon his hands. And he now look at this. Do now release that power. After he had done all these things, the Bible says he stretched himself upon the child. Some of these things you see me doing when ministering to the sea. And the Bible says, and the face of the child was warm. This is a dead child. All of a sudden, this body that was caught started getting warm. Stretched himself. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 35. Look at verse 35. Then he returned. He saw that the door was not there. See what he did. Then he returned and he walked in the house to and fro. So he got up. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
that you will see a lot of this, especially in the healing ministry. Last Sunday, that woman who came to her parents and I stretched my hand. That's like Elijah did this stretch. Why that stretch? It was a release of power. And then I started moving my own. What does that mean? Commanding those figures to move. I don't have to say anything. That the figures will come against. The figures will come against. Hey, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The figures will communicate. Amen. You see, the legs can communicate to the legs. The hands can communicate to the hands. Hmm? I'm showing you so much right now. So much. Let me show you another example. Paul was preaching. My message is very short. Paul preached a long message. One of the guys, they were upstairs, one of the guys was listening to the word. The Bible says he started dozing and he fell down and died. See the Bible? The guy fell down and died. So if you remember his story, you remind them there is such a story in the Bible. He fell down and died. Acts chapter 20. Can you, let's read it. I'm imploring the whole nation is done. 
This is just cheating your prayer. In this kind of prayer, you can even demonstrate your testimony. Wow. Say, so, Father, this is how I'm going to testify. And you are just there, you act out your testimony. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. God has done it for me. And you can see the people clapping and praising God. He has done every city, every city. In this posture, you can also meditate. Do what you call prayer works. And so you, you go out of the walk, meditating on the word of God, and just talking to the Lord. Because you don't want to look weird, you can even put on headsets so people think you are listening to something, you are talking to someone with a phone or something. And you are just like, I do that alone. So many things happen like this. My mind is really perfect alignment with God. Because two cannot walk together except that he has it. Brother